0: Let's get your book published, sharing the truth, while giving you tips, tricks, and secrets about the publishing industry with your host, Nicole Gabriel. Hey guys, Nicole Gabriel here. I'm the host of the Let's Get Your Book Published podcast. I'm also the author of multiple books, a book designer, and a publishing coach, as well as an intuitive business coach. I've been in the book business for a while now, and I've helped many clients get their books published. On this podcast, I share personal stories, client stories, and the truths about the publishing industry. I love what I do, but I don't like seeing people getting taken advantage of or given false promises on the journey to self-publishing their book. I do my best to keep things real here and that means I won't build you up with false promises of fortune and fame to influence you for my benefit. If you are a new author, you might not understand the importance of this, but the greatest gift I can give you is that I help you align the content of your book so that it returns the greatest value personally and professionally. This approach helps to build your platform. I align you with the business of writing a book. Ultimately, I shoot to give you the truth about the publishing industry from a girl that's been there and done that. If you are one of the souls that has awakened to what is going on in our world today, you might either think that you are cursed or blessed, depending upon the day. And for those not awake, this podcast may have no special significance to you. But today is Earth Day, so I decided it was a good day to do a bit of reflection on what is going on on our planet. I also want to assure you that if you're awake right now, you are not alone. We are going through some massive shifts and changes. I don't really put myself out there in my podcast in terms of my personal beliefs as I've often been worried I'd offend someone. But it's not like I'm going to start offending intentionally now, but I want to always offer you the truth, not just about the publishing industry, but about what's going on for me or others, where we are struggling or where we are growing or how we are stepping into our truths. Because really, it's through self-reflection where a book is born, and today's episode is going to have nothing to do with writing a book. Of course, they all always kind of do, because a book offers the same kind of reflective or contemplative environment, and it's often the place for some of us truthers to be heard. This is especially true for the self-published author. Not all publishing houses or agents give us the free reign to expand into discussions on topics that don't return a profit for them. So let's get into today's show. You may have found that you've outgrown your tribe, your family, your coworkers, and friends during this time. There is a unique energy upon us and our planet right now. Not all of us get it. Some of us want to get it, but can't. Some of us are too busy to take a deep dive in or only care to go so deep. But many of us know that something isn't quite what it's been and aren't real sure how to respond or find that this time has brought about a kind of separateness or loneliness. We know what we feel, see, and sense down to the bone. We feel deeply moved by these times. We feel different than the norm. We know that we have a gift of expanded awareness and intuition, yet we may feel rather alone in our ability to share any of it for the fear of ridicule. You may be labeled as a conspiracy theorist or go against the norm. You may be viewed as a threat because you see and feel well beyond what's being presented on the surface. So what is going on and why can you see what others can't? You do know this makes for a great leader or author, right? When we don't fit in, we were meant to stand out. There's a simple quote I'll plug in here. Close your eyes and open your mind. I'm sure you've heard this somewhere before, but I have no idea who originally said it. So let's take a leap into a section in the Bible as we begin. Have you heard about the chosen ones? The 144,000 faithful mentioned in Revelations in the Bible. Who are the 144,000 chosen ones mentioned in Revelations? They are the faithful saints or believers from all ages. It is said that those who conquer or overcome will have the name of God written on them. This 144,000 are said to be born of God. The Bible reads, did not harm the land or the sea or the trees until we put a seal on the foreheads of the servants of our God. Then I heard the number of those who were sealed, 144,000 from the tribes of Israel. The Bible talks about a sound that was heard from heaven like a roar or a rushing of waters and like a loud peal of thunder. The sound was like that of a harpist playing their harps. And the 144,000 sang a new song, that no one could learn except those who had been redeemed from the earth. There are many different thoughts on these special souls. I have heard many interpretations over the years. But what most say is that they are souls that offer assistance to humanity when times grow dark. These are those who have come out of the Great Tribulation. Many believe these souls have a genetic code, be it a Christ-like consciousness, in their DNA that allows them to expand the human race into new levels of consciousness. So when you feel and know something most don't, and you feel alone and isolated, could this be perhaps why? Let's put this into perspective. The global population is 7.9 billion people. And if 144,000 people are the chosen ones, then this would mean that 0.0018% of the population is a very special group of people. Perhaps you are one of the Christ DNA souls here to make a difference. Perhaps you just being here is all that is needed. I know that you feel very alone. I know how hard it is to see and feel what is going on right now on our planet. For those of you that don't know, let me try to explain in the best way that I can without sounding like a conspiracy theorist. But quite honestly, what you are not aware of is so massive and you are going to wonder how it is that you don't know. The fact is, this is not for everyone. You have a very important role to play and it's probably not one of complete awareness. The way I see it is that we all have soul gifts we came here with. We also have wounds or lessons that we need to learn. Some talk about the Great Awakening and wonder when those asleep will join them. But honestly, I think God designed all of this so that we reach certain points of awareness with divine right timing. If you've worked hard and studied hard to awaken, you know that no one could have forced you on your journey to enlightenment. If someone tried to force you and you were not ready— you'd probably either fight against it or you'd not really awaken to your fullest potential. This would have you feeling more ashamed than invigorated to take the necessary steps. Awakening comes to everyone at different stages in different ways. There really is a functional process to how our creator designed all of this. We need people to awaken at different times so that there are certain levels of order to society. When I've gone through some massive awakening periods in my life, I was so thankful not everyone else was when bills had to be paid. Clients were still hiring me and they were focused on end goals. Groceries were still available for purchase and doctors were still available to treat me when I became physically ill. If we were all down and contemplating massive shifts in consciousness, we'd all end up lost and confused looking for someone at some level of awakeness to help us function and guide or lead us. So sometimes we may get upset when we go through dark nights of the soul, massive awakenings, hard times, etc. We might feel very alone, but this is where faith comes in. We have to know that the power that created us has a plan for us. So what are these massive shifts happening in our world today anyway? At the core of it, I'd say that we are in the middle of a massive and biblical awakening. Some of us see the political system and its challenges. Some of us see the medical system and its challenges. Some of us see the financial systems and others of us see the spiritual or humanitarian crisis. And then some like me see and feel and know all of it. Now, at this point in our conversation is where all things may break down. We have preferences that guide us to our certain level of awareness on each topic. But I want to first put all political party affiliations aside and look at the political system. There's a point of contention at this time as to whether or not there was a fair election. There's mounting evidence that there was foul play. But here is where we have to put party affiliations aside and ask about the American process of voting. If there was foreign interference, then we truly have a massive problem and a threat to our nation. This is not about sides, but about correcting a faulty or corrupt system. This is of grave concern for the structure of our entire American system. Our party may have won or lost, but if we don't see the functional problems, then we have now lost the very thing that makes America free. The right to vote is one thing, but if your vote doesn't count or is manipulated, it's another. So as Americans, we need to really take a close look at facts. We've all seen enough evidence that there was foul play. So this brings a whole host of problems to the surface. But one of the greatest may be that some have settled on this being a non-issue. Those that are consciously awake know that this has dire consequences. When we mix intuition with facts, we begin to build a greater awareness of the dire situation. We must next ask who is manipulating this process and why? What is their agenda? Now to some, this is where conspiracy theories seem to start. In the asking of why. I find it fascinating that when we ask why, we are a conspiracy theorist. If something isn't right, we should. If it can be validated with facts, then we can stop asking why. Here's a great quote by an unknown author. Conscious living is a lifestyle that is driven by an intention to navigate your life with a malleable sense of self-awareness, That fuels your choices and directly impacts your experience of life and your interactions with the world. So to be conscious as a lifestyle, we must understand the choices we make at every moment and why we've made them. For me, being vegan for 30 years, I made a choice long ago to ask what is in my food and where does it come from? For 30 years, I lived a lifestyle that to someone that doesn't choose this, it may seem like a lot of extra work. I've often been accused of being different or trying to be different or a variety of other things. The fact is, is that it's a choice and a lifestyle that I find enough value in that I have continued for many years. This choice is far more joy filled to live when surrounded by like minded people. Instead of being difficult to someone trying to feed me, it can be a real joy to find a wonderful little health-focused place to share with a loved one that equally enjoys the same lifestyle choice. It's truly another dimension to share an experience with someone that totally gets it, than to work around the barriers with someone that finds it rather difficult to maneuver. When I find someone that's like-minded, I feel so blessed and I eat and enjoy and that joy fills my entire sense of being. Unless this is a lifestyle choice that you've made, you would have no understanding of the separateness felt when dining with someone that doesn't experience the same joy. The conscious choices made here are harmless to others. In fact, they're choices made to cause far less harm on the planet. The water saved by not eating meat, the life spared, the karmic cycle of life not altered, Many vegans have varying beliefs, but for me, I honor each of those choices on whatever level they may be, because it's a kind heart making them. A conspiracy theorist seems to be the one that does the research and comes up with answers outside the norm. My vegan ways will seem strange to some and a non-discussion to others. But when one cleans up their diet, there are so many things that happen. The first thing that will occur is clarity. It may begin with how your body feels, but then you seem to have less cognitive delay or cloud and more intuitive awareness. There's a symbiotic dance between conscious diet and conscious awareness. There's a magic that happens that opens one up to discover truth on all levels. It becomes easier to spot. You begin to see the potential of all beings and also the deception, lies, and manipulation. Your psychic sense awakens. This leads me to the next quote by another unknown author. The eye sees only what the mind is prepared to comprehend. Some folks work on a more intuitive level, while others become a part of a manipulated system. This is where there can be so much division It truly comes down to one's individual connection with a divine source. But there is also social conditioning and upbringing that enhances belief and opinion and frames our individual lifestyle. The system says there is a racial divide and a deadly pandemic. But upon further research, one might determine this is not the case. The folks working on an intuitive level know something isn't right. Those that fall on the system, media and government in particular, to tell them how to feel or what to do may work from a place of either fear or the idea that they'll take one for the team. If you've taken it upon yourself to do any research, you will expand your conscious awareness even greater. There has to be a natural curiosity driving your research to find the answers to your why or how. When you begin to investigate, you find very quickly that there is no research to support the idea of wearing a mask and how it helps. In fact, there is more research identifying the risk factors for doing so. Lack of oxygen and bacteria inside the mask, for example. Now, when you step into the virus research, you begin to find that there is no isolated molecule indicating it even physically exists. When you discover this... Then you realize that no proper vaccine could be created. So take this a bit further and you'll discover that the vaccine is actually not a vaccine, but rather a DNA modifier. It uses a non-reversible RNA modifying nanotechnology. It's basically an operating system. Now do a bit more research and you'll find that your DNA will no longer belong to you once it's been modified. Do a bit more research, and you'll find out that because this is considered experimental, your insurance company will not cover the complications or your death. And within a two-year period, you will risk your life as your DNA continues to be modified. Do a bit more research, and you'll see that the risk factor of COVID is not even a 1% death rate. So as an intuitive or consciously awake individual you would know that anyone that is taking the vaccine really has not done their research. They have been manipulated. This is where the consciously awake individual will begin to feel hopeless. If an opinion is voiced, it will not be heard. As the quote earlier said, the mind cannot comprehend. Now, this is also where the person living consciously now becomes aware that free will does exist and it must be honored. Those with potentially good hearts are trying to help curb what they believe is a pandemic by taking one for the team, and those living in fear simply feel that this will bring them peace. Ignorance or unawareness is an unconscious choice, and someone with awareness has to come to peace with the free will choice they've made. We all have to honor each other's soul path, But how this affects humanity is mind-boggling to those living consciously. A forever choice to alter the DNA is not something they are clearly aware of. A vaccine still requiring masks and booster shots seems to make sense to the unaware. How will this look in the future for surgery or blood donations? If large portions of the population is shifting the human genome, it's cause for worry. To be awakened is a challenge. And now you do a bit more research and you find that the spike proteins given off with these DNA modifications is going to cause more harm from those vaccinated. This is being showcased as vaccinations continue. I heard a story the other day that a vaccinated man went to bed with his unvaccinated wife and she woke up covered in bruises and later had grapefruit sized blood clots. You can call me a conspiracy theorist or you can do the research this experiment is scary. As I dive deeper here, I could tell you more that would shock you. The spiritual divide is truly biblical. To force vaccine mandates would forever alter human DNA. This is a violation of free will, of course. But who would do such a thing, and are they even human, you might ask? There has been a clear awareness across the board that there is a God versus Satan fight in front of us. Call it Armageddon. Call it end times. What I can tell you is that many are referencing revelations in the Bible. Many are saying we are fighting for our lives. And did you take notice of the shifting in DEFCON levels during this time? Today we're back to five, but the other day we were at three, down from a four, we have rotated in and out of 3 and 4. 3 is an increase in alertness and military readiness, while 4 is above normal readiness. So there really has been a threat. But in this fight of good and evil, we have also now learned, with just a little bit of research, about child trafficking and its ties to these Luciferian practices. It's god-awful and horrendous. There is an organ trafficking as well as blood harvesting market making billions of dollars and it's global. Do your research. You'll find it all now that you're aware. If I tell you about all of this and you do nothing but call me crazy or a conspiracy theorist, then that's for you to work through. All it takes is a little bit of time. I can promise you that I only share the truth. Now that you are aware Go do some research. Now, if all of this wasn't enough to challenge even the most faithful, we also have a new financial system on the horizon. It's called QFS, Quantum Financial System, and its premise is a gold-backed currency on the end of enslaved debt. You can look up Nasara or Josara and you'll find a bit more. Some have said that That all of this happening now is about taking down dark forces and implementing a new financial system. Again, go do the research. Everything I've shared here is simply to wet your taste buds for more. I am no expert, but I am a consciously aware individual that has been plagued with awareness and a platform to be able to share what I know. I can now say that I've stepped out of my comfort zone to make you aware. What you do with it is your business. I have a truth meter inside of me that cannot sleep at night, knowing what is happening and doing nothing about it. You know, I've been challenged most of my life, wondering what good it's done me to be awake in a world so asleep. I've been ridiculed for all 50 years of my life. I have leaped through challenges in my life that have come from my last breaths and dramas and traumas so deep that one would be enough to cripple most. I know God put me through some of the toughest challenges to show my faith and enrich my soul. I know that I have been placed on this planet to help humanity heal. I know the key to this is healing myself. In this time of great upheaval, I have gone through phases of feeling very alone, being awake and aware of so many things that it seems no one around me is. There has been a loneliness there my entire life. I know that I walk with God in everything I do and that many of God's children have not been born as awakened. The choices I have made in my life don't make sense to many and they don't fit the norm. There's a saying that God only gives us what we can handle. I look back at what I've walked through and in this lifetime, I honestly think I'm pretty badass. I've come through a lot. And working with authors and people with voices and platforms, I get to see what inspires, motivates and moves people and what gives them a voice for a cause. Interestingly, what I find is that most people resonate with like vibration. You'll find they will be so dead set on their ideal storyline that anything sitting right in front of them, they cannot see. Many of my clients talk about issues they have no idea I've come through personally. We think our story is unique but the reality is that when we go through enough struggle, we open up more compassionately. As a consciously aware individual, we sit and watch and wait for those unawakened souls to see. Most never do see. But on occasion, I find that some special souls are reachable. When you have a one-track mind, you tend to have blinders on. What impresses you is a good indication of your level of awareness. For example, you might be impressed by someone running multiple marathons and unimpressed by someone that has conquered life and death, walked through the dark night of the soul, and into conscious awakening. You might be attracted to a successful entrepreneur or someone that makes a lot of money and has a lot of things and stuff. You might be attracted to a way of life that is just out of reach and your aspiration is to attain the same. Personally, what moves me is how someone conquers themselves and where they sit in awareness. I love a deep, thoughtful, aware, and awakened, soulful person. Not much else impresses me. We are pulled in the direction of our focus for the moment. In my steadfast commitment to living a truthful life and in conversation at every moment with my Creator, I ask how I can serve. My service today is knowing that I cannot live with myself until I bring some awareness around what is happening on our planet on this Earth Day. Humanity is struggling. We are being misled. We are blinded by so many distractions. I pray that we are saved by godly forces and that we pull out of these dark times. An Osho quote. Each person comes into this world with a specific destiny. He has something to fulfill. Some message has to be delivered. Some work has to be completed. You are not here accidentally. You are here meaningfully. There is a purpose behind you. The whole intends to do something through you. With these words shared, my next podcast is episode 100. So thank you for indulging a girl with a heck of a lot to say. One final quote. The power is in you. The answer is in you. And you are the answer to all your searches. You are the goal. You are the answer. It's never outside. By Eckhart Tolle. As always, guys, I am wishing you peace, love, and light. Check out our online book publishing program, Join our email list, or earn a great income by signing up for our affiliate referral program over on our Let's Get Your Book Published.com page.